You're listening to The Birdbath, presented by The Fountain Report. I'm your host, Ryan Leach. Welcome back to The Birdbath. Each week, we scrape the surface of the news you need to know, so let's get into it. Kicking us off this week is the fear-free expansion into the United Kingdom. Harrison Family Vet in Reading, England has become the first practice outside North America to achieve fear-free veterinary practice certification. It's been possible ever since fear-free began for individuals to be certified, but this is the first time that a practice has been able to take advantage of the certification. Over in the UK, there's over 1,350 individuals that are certified in fear-free, but Harrison Family Vet has become the first practice to really take the charge to be able to grow this movement globally. They've worked with Fear Free over the past several months to enable inspections and certifications and are now able to call themselves the first Fear Free clinic outside of North America. So congratulations to Harrison Family Vets and congratulations to Fear Free on the global expansion. More big expansion news comes out of Petfolk. Petfolk has announced their $40 million Series B led by Movendo Capital. They've raised over $100 million in capital from investors to fuel their growth, and the funding raises the business value to about $200 million post-money value from some different sources in the industry. Right now, Petfolk has a footprint of eight locations with plans to open four more by the end of the year. Some unique things about the group led by Dr. Audrey Weistrack is that they are the only modern de novo vet group that's both female and veterinary-led. Dr. Weistrack has had 29 years of experience leading the industry and was really focused on reinventing veterinary care, putting pet parent and care teams at the center of its connected care model. The team at Petfolk has said that they're focused on bringing some of the impact and care levels and expectations that we've seen in human health care back into the veterinary market. One thing that I found especially interesting while talking with the fantastic team of Petfolk was their unique partner program. What they're doing is allowing entrepreneurial-minded veterinarians and business managers to share in the success of their clinic and upside in the entirety of Petfolk. It creates an attractive and low-cost, low-risk alternative to traditional ownership models. I'm looking forward to see where and how Petfolk continues to grow, and you'll be certain to hear about their next step here on the birdbath. Another de novo group making big waves in the funding round is BondVet out of New York. Their latest $50 million round was funded by a consortium of current investors, including Warburg, Pincus, and Talisman Capital Partners. Their previous round in October of 2021 was $170 million investment from Warburg Pincus. So this group is definitely putting some money behind seeing BondVet grow. They're a massive investment firm with over $80 billion in assets under their management, and they've invested over $100 billion during the lifetime of their fund. They've got some other interesting veterinary investments, and one that I found particularly interesting was their investment in Fetch by the Dodo, the pet insurance provider. So congratulations to the team at BondVet. Really excited to see the growth of this urgent care model continue to grow across the country. One thing that I'm not excited to see is more cybersecurity incidents. Now, this one is more veterinary adjacent, but for everyone that's been in the industry for a long time, the name Henry Schein is not far from our minds. 
Last Saturday, Henry Schein had a cybersecurity incident. They determined that a portion of their manufacturing and distribution businesses had been hacked. Now, Henry Schein quickly shut down their websites and shut down quite a few of their different systems in an attempt to curtail this. And they're saying that none of their practice management softwares were affected by this disruption. Now, Henry Schein, as many of you know, is a separate business from the group that we're very familiar here with as Covetris in the veterinary space. But a lot of the backend systems and some of the characteristics that we'll see could still be carried over from that previous space. It's very important to stay on top of your cybersecurity, and it's important to keep abreast of not just what's happening in the veterinary industry, but what's happened in those that have come before us as well. Uh, Henry Schein has engaged an outside cybersecurity and forensic information technology experts to help to investigate any data impacts and respond to the situation. They've engaged law enforcement as well. So if we hear about what was leaked and who was able to access that information, I'll be sure to let you know. And if there's any overlap in the veterinary side of the, the industry, we'll be certain to bring that up here as well, too. A story that's troubling to our feathered friend and our best mascot here at the birdbath is an increase in avian flu outbreaks across poultry populations in five states. The virus struck again at commercial turkey farms and the USDA Animal and Plant Health Inspection Services is investigating. For the states, South Dakota, Minnesota, Montana, and North Dakota recently reported detections which began picking up in early October after very low levels of the warmer months. Also, Washington reported its first detection in poultry since February. The state's new outbreaks involved backyard poultry at a location with 10 birds in King County, which encompasses Seattle. The latest outbreaks in Montana and North Dakota also involve backyard birds. It's kind of interesting to see that this is a historically more rural impact, but as the increase of backyard bird populations, primarily chickens, picked up throughout COVID and moving forward, we're starting to see a more densely impacted populations start seeing these birds being impacted within their backyards. It's not something that has been addressed or tackled yet by the USDA or by any sort of health resources, but it's important to notice that traditionally we would expect to see this in larger bird populations. For example, South Dakota reported their turkey farm outbreaks in two counties, one was affecting almost 50,000 birds and one almost 65,000 birds. Now, about three weeks ago, the Fountain Report dove first into this, and we noticed that there was an increase of commercial flocks that hasn't been seen since April 2023. It's really increasing and seems to make a lot of sense as winter's approaching in some of these regions based on geography. Our final story this week is one that I think is very, very important. And it's actually an opportunity for people across the industry to be able to do an amazing good and learn something incredible while receiving six hours of CE. Now, Oregon State University has launched a brand new program called Victim to Verdict, The Veterinary's Role in Animal Cruelty Investigations. They launched it just back last week, and the program was created by a veterinarian, Dr. Chris Ottoman, an animal cruelty investigator, Linda Fielder, and an animal protection lawyer, Emily Lewis. Together, the three of them have over 40 years of experience in humane law enforcement and veterinary forensics. 
Most recently, all three worked extensively with the criminal justice program at the Animal League Defense Fund and have assisted with the successful resolution of over 300 cases. As we said at the top here, the course is a race approved for six hours of continuing education for veterinarians and veterinary technicians. And the material covers foundations of criminal and animal law, evidence collections, forensic live animal exams, how to write a forensics report, and much more. Dr. Ottoman gave a quote to the birdbath saying, everyone involved in this work cares deeply for the animal and human victims we encounter. And for me, it comes down to what a difference I can make to the individual life. So many times in cases of neglect or abuse, I have connected with an animal that is truly in dire straits and felt an immeasurable sense of accomplishment in being able to help. This is why we created this training, so that even more of us can work together for this purpose by broadening our toolbox and our understanding of how. The team behind this incredible course is also getting more and more data for us to be able to understand what the impact of animal abuse has not only on the animals, but the entire household. There's an alarming overlap between domestic, child, and animal abuse, and the opportunity to be able to spot, detect, and prosecute people who are doing horrible things to these animals is a win across the board. We've made sure that we put a link in the description and they're running special pricing now, so jump on to get your CE hours now. For more on these and other stories, join us by subscribing to The Fountain Report. There's a link in our bio and don't miss out on any episodes by subscribing and rating the show. For The Birdbath, I'm Ryan Leach. See you next week.